like we are recording in business. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Uh, so here we are. We are in another episode of the Good Words Podcast. I think this will be round number 12, which is pretty exciting. Uh, I'm Tim. I'm Rebecca. And we are in Kathmandu, Nepal. Yes, we are. And um, right now we're recording um, with no electricity, so that's kind of fun. Um, I love that we're able to, um, you know, still still do this without electricity. And I, you know, I find it really annoying whenever the electricity goes out. And mm-hmm. so I can only imagine how it was oh. back, you know, I don't know, a year ago or so exactly. when it was like rolling electricity where you'd get 12 hours on 12 hours off i think it was like two hours on 22 hours off for a long time oh man i just i can't even imagine because it's already it just like outages just get frustrating to me and so anyway i'm feeling really grateful that um that you know that yeah, that we can still do this and everything. And yeah, me too. We've got some great lanterns that can also handily enough charge um, a cell phone mm-hmm. off of them. So yeah. they've been great. I think we have enough battery backup power for small electronic devices for a while. Um, and the laptop right now we're recording on has 74% battery left. So 73%. <laughs> it's Counting okay. Down. Now, <laughs> so I think we're going to be okay. Um, yeah, well, if it's a shorter episode, I think that's probably fine. <laughs> that's a that's a win for all of you listeners. <laughs> yes, today's been a great day. We've um, we've stayed in all day except mm-hmm. for a tiny walk around the block where mm-hmm. it started raining. But I think that's like the first day where we haven't really gone somewhere since we've been here and so it just felt really good it was nice to just um take it easy and stay inside and um yeah that was important i mean we've we've had quieter weekends but i don't know how long it's been since we've really had a day where we just sat around and didn't really see anybody or go run any errands or anything so it was good we even ordered in coffee this morning yeah we did which admittedly is pretty easy to do but you know it's yeah. I love that. It gets delivered to you for free. It's super for like that is the best mm-hmm. thing about Catman too. They're mm-hmm. amazing coffee and free delivery. Yes. Who doesn't love this? Well, and it's like once you um teach the the coffee shop where you live, then you're all set because then they know where it is like for the future. And so I just had to call them up and tell them who I was. And then they're like, Oh yes, I can find you. I know where you're at. Anyway, it was awesome. So once it gets set up, it's great. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so yeah. So um, yeah. And we, you know, we um, we're wearing our musty smelling clothes today. Mm. For some reason, the laundry has been good. Like our, um, we have somebody that helps us with the house, and she's been hand washing our laundry, and and it's been great. But for some reason, there's two or three um, of our items of clothing have really soaked just bad and in some bad odor. So Tim had some jeans uh, like that, and then so then I just decided to go with wearing my long cotton dress, which also smelled the same way. So then I'm just like, we are just a force to be reckoned with, and we might as well smell the same way. So we're kind of like used to each other. Mm, like I that's don't a good know. point. Um. Can't really, you know, blame you. It's like, well, it might be me. Big news. Yesterday, Tim bought me a brush. So I was super excited about that. 
Um, yes, this is the, um, you may remember, uh, listeners to the show may remember that uh, we bought Becca a hairbrush about three or four weeks ago, too. And what happened to that hairbrush, Becca? Well, we have like this tiny, so we have this metal railing that doesn't have a cap on it. Yes. And so Andrew loves to just shove stuff in there. Um, yes. So things are down there. Let's hope he doesn't like ever like get your phone and peel the tape off that I've put on there. Oh, my goodness. Well, my phone, he can't jam in there, thankfully. Well, because there's tape over it. But the it's not big enough for the phone, is it? It might be. It looks like it's about the right size. Ugh. Well, yeah, so he's, you know, he's taken the neighbor's um, birdie. Oh, uh, yes. Or, the, from as the, Tim would say, the, the proper sh- word. The shuttlecock from badminton. Yes, and so he's definitely thrown that down there. We think maybe some of our keys. Maybe that's where your debit card went. Mm, Hard to say. Be. That could be. Um, but some different things have gone down there for sure, and my brush being one of them. Mm-hmm. It's taped off now. He also has gotten his arm stuck in there quite a few times, which <laughs> is easy to pull out, but he'll like have it wedged in there and be like jamming it further yet. and crying and screaming, and then I'll just be like... <laughs> pull it out you know i haven't seen him do that yet that's awesome yep yep (laughs) Uh, it takes us so long to learn sometimes yes Uh, well you know i don't know i feel like um i feel like we're we're making okay speed on stuff we're doing the best we can that's true we've only been here a couple (laughs) months we've learned a lot we have i mean from coming from the place where we just like couldn't even sleep through a night because of terrible jet lag to where we are now it's been a pretty big growth (laughs) yeah um yeah so first first item of the week um i did um bring the boys um with um one of uh one of the families here that we've you know um gotten to know and um i brought their five-year-old daughter um with us to go to a coffee to the coffee shop with the trampoline and so like we're wheeling the stroller back and stuff and and she's like oh there's a mouse on the wheel and i'm like yeah right but sure enough there Mm, was a mouse stuck to the front wheel stuck into the treads of one of the tires on our stroller and so i watch as it slowly becomes flatter and flatter and it's got gut slowly ooze oh, out more and more stop. which was sad because i would much rather have like a mouse as a pet than a cat or a dog or whatever so it's like it's like i was watching my dog or cat be be wheeled under the wheels okay probably not that bad as people that own cats or dogs that actually like them but i was like it was more horrific to me to watch this mouse die in this painful way than to watch a cat die that way for i don't sure. think anyone believes you <laughs> more horrific to me mm-hmm. All right. no one to believes me. you mm-hmm. um but simon was cracking me up because he's like it's so gross and he's like i just want to touch it (laughs) (laughs) so it was nice to have like a little girl there that was like grossed out by it and then you know we could bond on that and the little boys are just like i want to touch it what does a dead (laughs) mouse feel like can i squish its guts out (laughs) that had already happened Mm -hmm. and its tiny little claws were on the pancake as as Tim so flicked it off the wheel for me. I yes. tried to get that thing off so many different ways of, mm. of the wheel, but Tim really had to take care of I it. I had to scrape it off with a stick. 
So there was that. But, you know, I love, like, how um, practical Simon is with that. Like, he's not, like, you know, he's like, like, I just want to touch it like as scared of you as as spiders and stuff it's like it's like how like when we see like a goat or a pig that's being butchered and stuff he'll be like oh there's a goat mom yeah not a lot of emotion around it no it's like like, oh that's interesting yeah yeah definitely just curious about it yeah it's like where did its head go well it's gone it's gotten chopped (laughs) off son (laughs) it's the first step so I like that he's like a factual kid. Like, for instance, my parents um, bought him. He had lost his little favorite stuffed animal, mm-hmm. um, you know, a few weeks before we had left. And my parents found um, one for him that matched it, like at a at a place that they'd stopped by and found it. And um, like they were just totally upfront with him about like, well, you know, your other one is gone, but we found you a new one. Mm-hmm. And he loves it when people just speak truth to him and are logical. And I just kind of love that my parents did that. They weren't like, oh, like we found, we found him. him magically. He came back. It yeah. was like it was just factual. And he loves that. He gets behind it. And That's he good. was like, it's not my old Tiggy, but it's my new one. And so then he went ahead and like told it the most interesting things that he had oh. You know, seen from here, and he's like, "I love you," and he just, you know, welcomed into his heart. And I just, I think there's a beautiful thing about being super honest with kids. Like, it's not like he's like cold and intellectual. No, just like, yeah, it's really really respectful. I think to be Mm -hmm. really, really honest with kids. Yep. Yep. Anyway, that's my two cents. So tell them about your big adventure of the week. Mr. Oh, Tindent. well, I had a couple. Um, the big adventure was probably when I went out to a to see a movie here in Nepal. There is a fairly new uh, shopping mall and a big movie theater in it. And by big, I think it has like maybe four or five screens. But um, they're big, like they're big, nice um, modern movie theaters. And uh, so the experience was fairly normal. Um, the big excitement before was getting to ride on the back of a motorcycle on the way there, which was terrifying, but okay, sure. <laughs> Got there and uh, unclenched my hands and sort of stood up <laughs> and shook a little. And then we went in and uh, they patted me down before going into the movie theater and uh, examined the contents of my backpack. Um, luckily, I had been warned not to bring any food because normally my backpack is full of Mentos, and so I had left those out. Um, Do you think they would have confiscated yes. mints? Yes, they would confiscate any food. Um, someone had an apple in there, and they wouldn't let them bring an apple in. And so, yeah, they were patting you down not for like weapons, but mm. for food. No, because I had weapons in my bag, and they didn't care about. <laughs> and they were like, "Yes, please bring that." The ninja stars. With you. Yeah. <laughs> sure. It's a ninja stars. Uh, yeah. That's a great idea. Go good for idea. Mm-hmm. No, Nothing they could go wrong with this place. Ah, you're an American. It's probably fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, the, the, yeah. So once we get patted down and, uh, you know, searched, um, not, not real, you know, not like full TSA search, but pretty close. Um, we then just go into the movie and, I saw Kong, Skull Island. Dun, dun, dun. That's right. And that was pretty great. It was a hilariously weird movie. Like, there, I couldn't quite tell, like, what the movie was going for at first. I'm like, is this a comedy? 
and then it would do serious things. I'm like, okay, I guess they're just like not taking themselves too seriously. Well, and I wonder what would have happened if you had seen the originals because he hasn't seen the originals and like I haven't seen this new one, no. so I don't know. But I'm just like, I just feel like it's so wrong that you didn't have to sit through hours of black and white King Kong and Son of Kong and then... Now you are off at a, at a different movie. <laughs> I saw the last new one. That one was good. The, yeah, I'm the... talking the black and white ones, Okay, babe. okay. I get you, I get you. <laughs> Which uh, I did actually enjoy as a kid, but I, yeah. don't, I don't know why. Yeah. But I did. Yeah. It was, it, you know, it called out my love of monster movies. Oh, monster movies are the best. They really are. So much fun. Ridiculous. Um, anyway, so about... Oh, 45 minutes into the movie, um, in the middle of a sentence, in the middle of a scene, uh, they just stop the movie and say, um, it doesn't say intermission, it's an interval, but I think they meant intermission. So that was kind of weird, but you know, you just kind of get up and there's about a 20 minute break, go use the bathroom, go buy some pop and some chips and come on back and sit down and hang out. It was a 3D movie. It was, it was pretty good. It was a 3D movie even. But I do love that they had an intermission, and I do love that... Um, they had popcorn. They had soda. It was all normal stuff. Um, I feel like it would be nice to have an intermission to, like, mm-hmm. you know, steps so you can use the bathroom, but it would also be kind of my worst nightmare because it's like, oh, big sudden line in the bathroom, you know? And I would have to use the bathroom if there was an intermission. I would feel like I needed to. Yeah. So that would kind of stress me out, I think. And as we learned from that um, hard-cutting yes. newspaper article the last weekend, there is a shortage of women's restrooms in Kathmandu. Yes, that was quite the article. It talked about how there was, um, you know, a scientific study that men take uh, less time to use the bathroom than women. Mm-hmm. So that that was pretty cutting edge, I thought. <laughs> that journalist definitely did a Google search before they published their article. <laughs> And did interview one, you know, annoyed woman about like an anecdote about a time she had to wait in a really inconvenient way. <laughs> it was my favorite article I've ever read. Not gonna lie. I mean, stru- as a journalism student, I was I was thrilled about the topic matter. <laughs> I mean, structurally, it was you know it was a straightforward news article, but yeah, it was a weird one. Hmm. Um, but hmm. oh, so okay. So talk about the commercials at the movie theater. Yes, of course. So previews and commercials are a part of every movie everywhere now, including here in Nepal. The uh, commercials were uh, a little weird, but not too weird. I'm trying to remember which ones I thought were strangest. I can't find my list at the moment. Ah, there it is. Um, so there was definitely one for milk. Um, a specific brand of milk that comes in a bag, which I haven't seen anywhere in the stores. And they were in Nepali, so Tim is all the commercials were in Nepali. What they were about the well, I could tell on the screen. And well, I think yeah. Anyway, um, it had a picture of a cow on it or something. I would have loved though if it was something completely random. And you're completely wrong about oh, all these commercials. I was really confused about some of them until the end, when all of a sudden it's like, wait, is that for a bag of cement? <laughs> yes. There was at least two commercials for brands of concrete, which, I mean, goes to show you there's a lot of construction going on here in Kathmandu because that's a, you know, a pretty uh, popular thing. And it shows like the business aspect, you know, because yeah. all of our commercials are for, you know, food. Yeah, that's true. Oh, good point. 
Um, yes, there were, oh yeah, there were ads for private primary schools for kids, which kind of makes sense because there's so many private, you know, schools here. It's a big deal. Yes. And, um, let's see, there was the ad for a brand of cooking oil as well. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. The slickest ad, the most well done ad with like a guy interacting with a 3D environment was... Um, for one of the concrete brands. So they have the biggest marketing budget. Um, With the cooking oil, did they like waft in kind of a smell of cooking oil so that you'd... It came in with me. (laughs) My clothes happened to smell like oil that day. Just just happened that way. (laughs) But yes, milk in a bag. Is that Mm -hmm. what you were talking about Mm -hmm. when I cut you off earlier? So it was a brand of milk in a bag. Yep. And that commercial was not high quality, but that's okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There you go. (laughs) Yes, Uh, and then you had a thrilling ride home. Yes, so then the guy I rode home with on the back of his motorcycle, he has a very fast motorcycle, and he accelerates. And so I had to really hold on for dear life. That was that was challenging. Well, and I think that would be so stressful since it would be weird to like hold right. on to the person. I didn't in front wrap an arm you. around him. I didn't grab onto his 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 arms or his side or anything like that. So trying I to balance back there would be really hard. Yep, I'm, just, I'm holding on like in the back. It's a great core workout though because it's like you're doing sit ups <laughs> all the time. Like every time he accelerates, you're doing like crunches. So yeah, I'm like I'm like strong, <laughs> strong abs. Oh, I never want to ride on the back of a motorcycle again. It's so awful. I just don't want to do it. I had to do it again the next day. I'd ride on the back of a motorcycle. You did? Yeah, it's on the way to the uh, the the celebration, the oh, workouting. Oh yes, mm-hmm. yes, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yep. Um, yeah, and I did get to um, go back to um, the um, orphanage house and um, like get to help a girl who's learning how to read, and I realized like that's such a fun age and it was really it was a really nice experience it was really good that's awesome that's so cute so i liked that yes you had another crazy bus experience as part of that right yes yes so it was like the fullest of the buses i've ridden on and tell this story already no this was this was monday yeah we recorded a podcast monday night did we really yeah we did what yes it's only saturday night Well, I don't want to tell the story again. Yeah, so probably not necessary. On. <laughs> moving on. Um, yes. Yeah, so, um, yeah. So Simon, um, you know, continues to um, be doing better here. Mm-hmm. He um, um, made it to your work for um, a lunch Food. and was was just running ahead like the whole way and stuff. So it's a great time. So it's exciting, you know, that he's loosening up, but it's also scary trying to You can't keep up with him now. Like if he decides to if run I out into Andrew the street and stuff, it's it's a little bit harder to, to balance that. So it was fun, but yeah, it was good to see him loosening up though mm-hmm. and Yeah. Also kind of exhausting, but it was good. <laughs> And, um, yes, he, um, you know, he, uh, um, yeah, Tim, Tim's dad, um, passed away a few, a few weeks before we came here. And, um, so some of the music that was playing around the funeral and stuff has, has been really, um, you know, upsetting to Simon and he's been able to verbalize, you know, remembering the songs and stuff. And, um, and so it's really sad to, to see that, but, but, 
it's also like kind of cool because I remember, you know, like as a kid um, with with my grandparents passing really, um, really like the music from those were how I felt like very bonded um, Mm. to that event, you know, so I think it can be. I mean, it's it's tricky processing yeah. it at any different ages and stuff, but it's interesting how music is kind of like a a way to process it in a way of like bonding of of the songs that get played and can mm-hmm. be kind of meaningful. And so that's been um, I don't know. That's I think also kind of affected. I think it's affected a lot of things since we've been here. Really, too, just kind of working through all that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's, um, man, it's challenging. And it was very just weird and difficult when that happened. Like, it's incredibly sad. Like, but yeah, just then having to kind of quickly, like, turn around and change modes and do the travel and everything. And then being here, like, it's been hard to process very often. Like, I've, yeah. I've thought about it and been able to journal about it and stuff. And it, yeah, it doesn't get a lot easier, but it's, uh, yeah, I'm glad that the boys had an emotional connection with that a little bit because yeah. it's really the hardest part for me right now is realizing that that we've lost that chance for them to interact, for my dad and, and my sons to spend more time together. And so that's that's the hard part right now is yeah. just re- realizing that loss. And my own loss is more complicated and deeper buried to get to. So That yeah. makes sense for sure. Um, right. Yeah. And, you know, I think, um, in general, like I've been feeling, um, anxiety the last couple days. Um, am I switching topics too quickly? Not at all. Okay. Um, so I've, I've been feeling more anxiety like the last few days in general. So I had a pretty, um, major panic attack while out. And it was just such a simple thing about, you know, this tiny store that we go to being rearranged again and just not finding stuff. And I mean, going to the store is like a, a thing that I've done most days since we've gotten here, but, but it's just, I think, you know, I was realizing I'm like culture shock. They call it shock because you're kind of going through shock in some ways, you know? And so I've been like, definitely, you know, just, just feeling that kind of, kind of shock or anxiety about it. But then, um, you know, on, um, one of, then on that next day after all that happened, like we had some really good opportunities to interact with people and be encouraged. And Mm -hmm. one of the things that we'd heard about was such a, a cool, um, group here that's, that's ministering and stuff. And, Mm, and I think like, I don't know. I think just like that they had such a beautiful um, image of of ministering here that yeah, it was like big plan, big goal, a holistic like development um, plan. It was just great. Really. And I feel like yeah, that just is, like kind of brings you comfort, like knowing that that something like that is going on here mm-hmm. and stuff. And it's good to connect with the the church and what other believers are doing. So it was kind of a huge thing. I felt like. Mm-hmm. So that was beautiful. And um, they had kind of like a, a neat, like artistic um, room, Space. Yeah. you know, and so they had like, you know, some of the, the people groups that they're reaching out to, like in um, like in these boxes with their pictures and information about them. And it was like it was like a 
like a prayer uh, wheel, mm-hmm. like a like that the Buddhists would have, but it was kind of like a redeemed sort of prayer wheel where it yeah. was praying to God for different people groups. Yeah, yeah, it was very interesting. Yeah, very cool experience. I love getting to meet with with people and just like hear about what they're doing. It's so much fun. Um, yeah, I, yeah. And so, yeah, so then you went to like a work celebration and you got to, um, talk a little, right? Like Mm, just a little bit. I just kind of, yeah, it was just for a few minutes. They were celebrating the end of the quarter and, uh, there was food and, and stuff and we were hanging out and, uh, the director talked and he gave me a few minutes to talk and a couple other people as well. And, uh, I just, I don't know. I just like shared with them like how I saw what they were doing, the, just the bigger picture vision of what the company's doing. And it was exciting to get to share some of that. Cause I, I got to tell them a little bit about why I believed in the vision of economic growth in Nepal, like a million jobs around the world for, you know, people in underdeveloped countries from work provided by, um, by the developing world or by the developed world. A million jobs? What do you mean? Oh, that's like the big picture vision. So anyway, so like right now it's like hundreds of jobs currently, but they want to grow the business to the point where there's lots and lots of people employed doing online work for companies back in the U S or, or wherever. That is really cool. I love that. Um, yeah. And, um, I think, I think also um, another interesting thing that um, happened this week for me as well. Um, you were on um, one of one of the outings and stuff. Um, had the opportunity to um, make a meal for a bunch of people that were kind of dealing with some hospital stuff here because um, the hospitals don't serve food here, so you kind of mm. have to plan ahead and and bring hot food so and thermos and stuff. So one of our friends here had to bring food to one of their friends in the and hospital. And so then I was trying to do other stuff for their family For their family who stuff. was back home. But so anyway, so it was, it was kind of cool because Tim is always like the cook when people come over and stuff, yeah. you know, cause he's, he you cooks cook quite too, well, but, yeah. but not for like, not for that as much usually. Cause I usually hmm. feel kind of like concerned, but that was like a fun one for me because I was nervous, even though it was a simple breakfast meal, just cause I get really nervous to cook for other people. And, um, so it was just fun to like bring the boys in and like, you know, pray and stuff like God would help. And then like, you know, and then the boys help like helps me. Yeah. And, and it, so they were, they were fun. Like Andrew looks so happy getting to help. Cause like, I'll let Simon help me, but usually not Andrew. Right. But this time, you know, I included him. He, just, he was so excited. He could like barely stop like moving oh, and dancing back and forth. Oh, so, <laughs> so adorable. It's fun. <laughs> Yeah, he'll be two years old next month, or well, at the end of this month, actually. Yeah, it's April now. April Fool's Day. Oh, what? It was April Fool's today, and nothing. I didn't do anything for that. Oh, you got our power shut off. That was fun. Yay! That was funny. Fun prank to play on us. <laughs> it's exactly Ooh. what it was. Yeah, it's been out for a couple hours now. Yes. Hmm. Anyway, what uh, percentage are we at now? Percentage of the day or percentage of battery, 63% battery now. So it's actually lasting quite a long time. 
burning through it. We can only have like a three-hour podcast at this point. <laughs> There's so many things that will stop us from reaching three hours. I hope. Um, wow. Anyway, uh, yeah, so April Fool's Day today. Didn't do any tricks. I wasn't really online, so I didn't see any of the weird online jokes people do. Well, and it's barely begun for them back home. Oh, right. They're just waking up now in the U.S. to April Fool's Day. It's just the beginning. Who knows? Totally. So uh, I was talking to someone about culture shock because I was uh, feeling like you were going through it and I was going through it differently. And they reminded me that culture shock goes in waves and our waves aren't going to be lined up. So when you're cresting on, um, your, you know, emotional, uh, energy and tension about the cultural differences, then I'm going to be at a different place, which is such a good reminder. Gave me a lot more peace about talking to you about it and, and just trying to like help you through it. Not just like be like, come on, why can't you just get with it? Which would be my other natural uh reaction that makes sense it's kind of cool that it's comes in waves it's kind of like how grief does that yeah it's hard that it's not synchronized perfectly but uh yeah i think there's just you know those weird things that that um get to you like i I didn't have any money yesterday to pay the milk delivery guy because i don't know because i just didn't like we run out of cash and it's a cash society. So you have to go to the ATM all the time and everything is in cash. And I just like making change is this constant, like low level annoyance and frustration. I always have to plan ahead. Like, okay, I can go to this one store that can break the large bills because they do a lot of business and I feel fine buying, you know, a roll of Mentos in order to break a, a thousand down into some smaller bills, which is like a ten dollar bill. Yeah, it's roughly ten dollars. And uh, anyway, so doing that all the time, and then getting it wrong, and missing it, and having to borrow from someone. Anyway, so frustrating. Really kind of got me like all angry and worked up, and it's like just so used to paying for everything with debit card back home. It's weird. Yeah, and just and just the number of stores, like just needing to get butter. delivered but then having to think of it a couple days in advance Mm -hmm. and then you know the program was failing when we were trying that Mm -hmm. and and so it was just like this this frustration of trying to get all that we need like when we need it. it is it's so hard and you know on the other hand i feel so proud of the way we have um taken care of some other elements of our life like responsibilities all tied up around cooking and cleaning in my mind for whatever reason. And so like, I just like our place is so clean all the time and you cook so much now. And I just feel like we're like taking care of our bodies and our family and our home. So well, it's just, that feels great. But then everything else is just like a constant extra bit of effort than we're used to. And that kind of builds up eventually. Yeah, although it's interesting like that you're saying everything else was kind of an extra bit of effort because I feel like um like with the cooking and stuff it it is 
still a lot of effort right. too. Just it's tons of effort. Remembering to soak everything for 20 minutes and trying to cook with an mm-hmm. oven. And I think like we are, we're taking, we're investing a lot of time into the, the Those functionality tasks. of yeah. our house, which is like more time than back home. So I could see mm-hmm. kind of that, that, pride in that and stuff but i also feel like it's like all of those are complex too they are complex you're right Hmm. so rebecca um we had an idea for talking about a little more about our day in the life um you know things that we're doing here so our the way we just our living from day to day is is kind of normal to us now, but other people maybe haven't heard us talk about it very much. So would you tell me a little bit about what it's like to um, take the boys out on an errand on any given day of the week? Yeah. So if I go to like one of, there's a couple little stores here to get the groceries. And if I go to one of those, um, like the stroller definitely won't fit in and stuff. And so then I'll have like both of them running circles around the store (laughs) like tried to keep them from grabbing all the candy which is like on the lowest shelf you yes know? of course and so i'm like trying to get it away from them and if i let them pick out one thing then it's like you know andrew's got in its mouth and it's like disintegrating in it and oh, yeah. and it i feel like eating it while it's wrapped up Ugh. i like the one store better now because even though the other store has more things like they're like there's constantly like at least a person like i feel like following to make sure that they're not like taking stuff which i get but it just it all makes me nervous and it's just a little intense Mm. so it's like it's like that you know so we'll usually like go to one of those grocery stores and then we'll go to like a uh you know vegetable or fruit stand sort of thing and there's um one that has like um lettuce that was how often do we get fruits and vegetables like is that like pretty daily, like yeah. every other day or every day, because it goes bad really quickly here. Like, because um, there's not you know all the chemicals and stuff on it. So, I mean, there's so and much refrigeration. There's a lot less refrigeration. Yeah. So there's so many things where part of it will be moldy, moldy, and I'll have us be eating the rest of it. You yeah. know, and so that's kind of different for me. And I even had this thing where like gnats were coming out of it and I just went ahead and like took that part out and had us eat the rest and all of that I would never do at home but it's like and I don't know maybe people wouldn't hear either but it's just like I just feel this <laughs> like okay we got this like two days ago like I'm eating this <laughs> yes and um Ugh. and so yeah so you know you get like cheese from a different place or like another place has like um lettuce that's was grown um using aquaponics which is really mm-hmm. kind of the only like safe lettuce sort of green. thing that you can eat without getting a something risk. pretty serious even if you like soak it in the iodine um it's not super safe unless it's the aquaponic grown and stuff so mm-hmm. so it's kind of like you know, you go there, there's, I feel like there's always a few stops if I'm going somewhere, you know, and, and the ATM kind of lets out like, um, large bills. Right. And it's, but, but, um, you can only withdraw like basically a hundred dollars at a time. And so sometimes that can go pretty fast. Mm -hmm. And so you have all these big charges each time you're withdrawing and, um, 
but you know yeah that'll be a stop i feel like the pharmacy we hit up like at least once a week it happens and so we're kind of doing that and um um yeah you know just getting a lot of like stairs still even though it's a pretty it's an area that has relatively um many white people like it's still like it's still enough kind of yeah strange and that's flat and even if you stay on the ground floor you still have to go up and down two or three stairs into every building so yeah and there's no there's no sidewalks and like what sidewalks there are you Mm. can't like really take the stroller on because they're way too rough gaps in them or yeah or just the random bricks and cables so you can't like run over it yeah also the sidewalks are technically like concrete capstones lying over top of a canal in which all of the sewage flows Mm -hmm. so that's the sewers are running directly underneath the sidewalks and they've laid these um cement um caps over them um that both provide a curb to the road and cover up the the sewer canal so it's it's a little concerning when there's you know those random gaps and stuff with, with mm-hmm. Andrew and stuff and man that was a bright flash of lightning. Ooh, we have quite a little thunderstorm coming here. Um, but yeah, and it's like you know I'm so used to Babu means baby here, and mm-hmm. so I'm so used to hearing that like shouted out when we go and stuff like with the kids anywhere. That today I went someplace without the kids. Or no, that was yesterday where I went someplace yeah. without the kids and like. Someone was saying babu babu, and like I look up and like I'll smile all big because I'm expecting it's my kids. <laughs> and some of them, I'm like, oh yeah, I don't have a baby with me, but but it's like it's like you know you just uh, <laughs> I don't know that that happens a lot. And um, yeah, people pay attention to our kids a lot when we take them out and about. Like yeah, and there's like yeah, so it's it's kind because they'll want to give them like fruit or nuts and stuff sometimes but sometimes then i don't know if it's like been washed and stuff mm. so it's kind of hard like walking that out with, mm-hmm. with all of it it's and... like no i'd really rather not take this gift you're trying to give me sorry so yeah and then yeah when we get back like um so then the boys, like Simon's learned really good to take his shoes off whenever yes. we're going into some place. We tried starting to teach them back home and it was a struggle, but here, like, they're just like, oh, okay. And they're both gotten really good about letting us stop them. Or Simon just takes his off and runs inside and goes straight to the sink now. Yes. And so, yeah, so it's like you do, you take off their shoes and then they need to wash their hands right away. And, mm-hmm. um... And, uh, you know, then the water isn't good, though, here, yeah, like from the faucet. Right. So then it's like trying to make sure that they get it super dry, they have to dry afterwards. Too. Absolutely. And it's cold water. So they're freaking mm-hmm. out for most of the day. We have hot water for several hours mm-hmm. in the afternoon. Um, but so that's also kind of, you know, a problem and stuff, mm. just trying to get that to happen. And so and I definitely change them a lot more than back home, like be- before each nap or or bedtime their their clothes like it just it just gets dirty here and yeah. so then it's like trying to like change them and you know i'll let them wear what they were wearing in the morning and the afternoon again but i don't really want them wearing that in their bed and no of course not and so it's kind of yep tricky 
Yep, it is. There's a lot of little steps to try to enforce and, and remind them of. And they're just like, I don't get it. I don't like it. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, and I did remember another thing that happened this week. Um, mm. Our neighbors wrote a little, um, a little movie screenplay for for us to read, <laughs> and so they taught us like the Nepali words. So we got to do it in Nepali. They which looked was at fun. us and said they are clearly natural born actors. <laughs> we have to film them. It was just fun. They were just having fun. There, there was it was like a goofy like thing i don't know so that was really fun though it was fun to like get to do that and to try our hand at saying words yeah i think they were recreating some famous scene from a from a movie we haven't seen of course but so that was a lot of fun that was nice um yeah and then um was there anything else or did we want to start talking about our marriage um yes as long as you stop eating m&ms while we're recording then you can Oh, it's the worst. Don't do that. And nails and chalkboard. No, I'm everyone. literally going to cut everything you say out if you were chewing an M M&M and M during it. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so we, um, yeah. So we we continue to read our little book um oh yes. let's check in though first about last week so oh, right. they had us do a couple action items of of things that we could do oh, that week that would um That's that what would the action be items were? that would yeah that would be about um our mission as a family like, like make a choice like, like take an action towards like living a life of being committed to a mission. Yes. And so there was two action items. And I think you actually did both. They, conveniently enough, were both items that we, though we were behind, they were both on Tim for having that conversation conveniently enough. I'm not sure what you're talking about. Can you rewind and tell the audience and me what they were so I can remember? <laughs> Well, you felt like you were supposed to, like, get together with someone, like, more as kind of like a... Yes, there is a guy who um, is an American who I've met here, who I've had some great conversations with. And, yeah, I just wanted to, like, continue to connect with him and do a more regular, like, lunch meeting with him or something. So So you did that? Yeah. And the other one was we were going to talk about, like, one of the things that we do a lot... Um, back home is just give our testimony when when we can yeah, um, yeah. or w- share when, it at when a church we did or a small group or whatever or a and celebrate recovery meeting or something we love to do and mm-hmm. um and um so we were thinking about a, a, a possibility to do that and so we followed up on a few um possibilities you know yeah. um yeah. but I kind of feel like the timing isn't right really though at this point but we did go ahead and pursue that. So I think we did that. I think we did. We planted those seeds. So we'll see what happens. And yeah, I felt like the right uh, steps to take forward. And honestly, it was super sad to me that it wasn't really anything clear cut of a way to do that. Because a big parts in, part of me wants to like have this opportunity to like do this thing so that I know that I accomplished something while I was here, you know, and just yeah. just kind of having that like high of doing that you know and so trying to be patient and wait on the timing is ugh, i hate it it's 
requires what I enjoy doing. Way more humility for me too than I really want to ever have. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess that's right. That was the actions we were going to take, and I guess that was a success. Another good week of um, marriage, health, and and moving towards God. Yeah, and then so we started reading that that next um, chapter, chapter yeah. and um, it was kind of it was cool because it was talking about um, really imagining what eternity is going to be like. Right, this is chapter five now, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, about like heaven, but not just like heaven, just like why we're here on earth. What's I don't know. It, it really talked a lot about remembering that eternity is the biggest purpose and the biggest reason why we're here. Yes. And, um, and, and then, you know, with that, with that clear image of, of spending time with God, you know, like, like he kind of had this challenging thing about where he kind of felt like the good majority of, of, of American Christians would rather watch their kids grow up than go to heaven to be with Jesus. And oh man, that cut deep. Like I was thinking about that. I'm like, yeah, that's hard to imagine. Cause I feel like I have a responsibility to like take care of them. Like what if, which right. It's not my responsibility. It is, but it's not my, I'm not the only one that's taking care of them. It's God who's ultimately providing their needs. And yeah, like, am I willing to really, like, step aside if I was called home and, and I had the choice? Which we don't have the choice, but, like, it's... But to long for that, like, to want, mm. above all, to be with Jesus is, and why, like... why is that, like, why is that important to live like that while we're here? Yeah, that was one of the huge questions, mm-hmm. right? And and with and how does that affect your marriage? And it kind of brought Oof. up this thing, like, inside of me where I was just, like... I feel, you know, like I, I just, I feel frustrated a lot of the time because I would like to take this relationship up to heaven with me and I will get to be with Tim cause he's a believer, which is amazing. But, um, but you know, being married to him, like I, I like having this, this like unique relationship that I spend most of my time in, you know, and, but then knowing that it won't exist, like as that kind of unique set apart relationship in heaven, like how do I not feel like it's, you know, a waste of time to put in so much effort into all of, all of the marriage, you know? And yeah, a big thing where you can, I'm kind of going on. No, it's okay. I just wanted to say too, like it was, it was really like enlightening because it's not something I think about very often, but thinking about today was really, I don't know, challenging to realize that this marriage that we're putting our time and our energy into is not the thing we're really trying to build. Like it's not the eternal thing that we need to put the most importance and the most energy into. And like, that's hard to really believe hard to really accept deep down inside that that's, that that's true, that there is something more important than this. Like, for us, not only day to day, but like after it's all done, that will be more important. Yeah. And it was so convicting to me because, you know, you said to me, like, that's like the lie that I'm believing Mm. that I, that I, I feel like 
this is like this good thing that we're pouring a lot into and like right i i don't want god to to take that away in yeah. heaven and stuff and and so you kind of were saying it was like kind of the original lie in some ways yeah, right yeah it kind of feels like that i get it suddenly struck me like oh yeah like like you know satan set up on this world a a kingdom of lies it's specifically like it's it's a counterfeit god he made this world be full of things that could be counterfeit gods for us so that it would keep us distracted and keep us um from connecting with the real god and we made the choice like we are you know we we have that sin from adam that you know he blew it adam and eve blew it and now we are in this world in this way but marriage feels like something that's so pure and so like you know perfect that it must be okay that whatever it takes to make the marriage be important must be okay because it's the only pure good thing in this world but like that's that's not really totally accurate like our marriage is supposed to be an example of you know the relationship between Christ and the church but it's not that doesn't make it an a thing that's worthy of being like worshiped and put in the highest priority that just makes it another idol. And it just, it's just, I guess it's kind of hard because I feel like I want to, I don't know, like I want to be able to, to take it with me and stuff. And so again, it's like, I, I tend to, you know, try to hold on tightly to the blessings that God gives me in the moment to like, instead of the blesser, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I feel like, I feel like with marriage, I mean, that whole question about with, would we want to be with Jesus more than even see our kids raised? It's the same thing with marriage where I'm like, well, I'm going to be annoyed if God takes me home before I'm like a hundred, because if I only have a hundred years here, like I want all this time with Tim and my kids because mm-hmm. I have billions of years with Jesus, you know, and it's like, mm-hmm. it's like this really hard, like, Thing to just see and see in myself and like really because you're on some level afraid of losing it because you'll feel like you'll be losing something yeah which that's the lie again like like you know the enemy's convinced us that there's something that will be lost that that god is keeping something from us by you know in eternity will be without this you know thing that we have on earth yeah and it's challenging because it makes me think of the passages with jesus about like you don't have mother or son. Like, these are my mothers and my brothers. You know, like, mm-hmm. when he's talking about um, with his mom and his family. Right, his like, family, he was yeah. saying, you know, it's it's not just them. It's, it's like, all of these people are that. And and um, just be, just being willing to um, not have, like, that ownership of my mm-hmm. of my kids and my husband is, right. is tricky. Yeah. Yeah, it's all becoming real in a new way to me. Yeah. I have a feeling that's going to color everything I see and do this week, that, that realization. Yeah, for sure. And we haven't even really got into the actual questions of this. It's just just the reading of this part and, mm-hmm. and that, I don't know, just having that be something that we're super excited for is a little tricky sometimes like it it isn't but it is kind of like tricky you mean to be really 
excited for it. For for heaven. Yeah. Like not excited to die, but like excited to be out of this body and into the next. And I'm excited to be out of my pain-ridden body, but I'm mm-hmm. not excited to like leave behind the things that are so important here on this world. Yeah, which, you know, my kids and you. And yeah. so I think probably everyone feels that way on some level. Like, like just being able to see it, being able to examine those feelings and really see what their hooks are that are into us. Like I think that's the powerful thing right now. Yeah. Hmm. That makes sense. Oof. Man, another another big week of realizations. Yeah. It seems like there's just been a lot of um intense soul searching time mm-hmm. here and which makes sense. I kind of figured that would happen. <laughs> like, I'm kind of glad that it's happening. I wouldn't, you know, it'd be fine either way. But like leaving here without having had some of these realizations and some of these um, paradigm shifts would be sad. Yeah, so it's we're, breaking we're, us down. We're walking into it, walking into the wind. It's, it's good. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's another week. Um I think that's all we have to say. Um, Yeah, so this has been Tim and Rebecca. And we are um, grateful to you all for listening. And uh, go ahead and let us know. Get a hold of us somehow and uh, let us know what you think. Um, I realized I never updated the website last week. So I posted it to the RSS feed. But maybe people who checked the website didn't ever see because I didn't put it up. You didn't put it on the website? No, I forgot. What? Yeah. So if people just have been listening through the website and didn't subscribe in a podcast application. Yeah. I haven't told anybody to do that. So um, we'll have to um, put put them both up. Okay. (sighs) All right. We'll do that. If the internet ever comes back up. If the power ever comes back on. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) All right. Well, that's it. (laughs) Have a good week. Okay. Bye. (laughs) 